Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. stuff in this week's issue black condor welcome into episode one of bros foes and heroes i'm your host zach joined by my co-host the twitch to my sam if you will mike hey how you doing i i've determined and i told you about this that i'm just going to go ahead and just Make us a dynamic duo every single episode. So we start with Spawn, and we'll see what we wind up by the uh, end of the, uh, or later on here in the show. Um, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, no. And plus, it just, I, I get to get some of this nerd information out of my head. Uh, but basically, what we have here in our show, and Brosos and Heroes, just slay it down, and what you can expect every time you tune in, is we are going to take a look at a hero, a supervillain, Somebody, a, a comic book character mm-hmm. who definitely needs a deeper dive. There's some sure. that everybody knows. Then there's those that people don't know. That could be one of two things. Either just you read about them and you wonder why you haven't seen them in some form of media, or why you don't know more about them. Mm-hmm. Or you read about them and you realize, why don't you know about them? Because they're absolute train wrecks. Right, right. And today, Mike. So like a Zack Snyder movie. Well, well, it depends. Are we talking early Zack Snyder or later Zack Snyder? Yeah, I guess it's unfair to say that about Zack Snyder. I mean, the the first movies are great. I mean, Sucker Punch and 300, I mean, that's some great stuff. And I don't, you and I were trying to figure out what the third one was yesterday. It was, uh, wasn't it the one where, um, uh, maybe that's Sucker Punch. I I can't remember. It, It seems like, Nazi robots or something, but was that Sucker Punch? That might that be I'm thinking. Of? I feel like every single scene in Sucker Punch, like when they do one of the big like yeah. action scenes, yeah. it's a little different. They have the one in like, uh, for lack of a better term, kind of like uh, a not dojo, but like you know older. Like yeah, yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. you know there's yeah. like a samurai battle, and then there is one that it feels like it's World War Two because they're yeah. all dressed like. Bomber girls, kind of. Don't they? Don't they climb a a big Nazi robot at the end? Maybe there's a dragon right? in one of them too. <laughs> am I, like, I, am I, I remembering this wrong? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> the more I'm thinking about it, I'm throwing it out here. It's kind of there's a lot of ridiculousness in that movie, but I still love it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I. It, it, here's the thing with those kind of movies. I mean, um, it, it, you're supposed to be able to turn your brain off. Yeah. You know, it is it's a comic book. Exactly. Even 300 is a comic oh, book, yeah. you know? It's it's a great comic book movie. And I think sometimes you have to remember that so you're not like, oh, that kind of seems a little unrealistic. Right. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I look up Zack Snyder and I get stunt guy uh Scott the Waz. I don't know. What's I don't know what that means. And then an M- MMA fighter. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm spelling that wrong. Well, I'm 
I told you about he directed one of the most frightening kids movies I've ever seen, and it was called The Owls of Gahul. Gahul? Yeah, like I watched, like there's a owl that has like a completely metal beak. Like it's super, yeah. just for children. I just don't yeah. get it. Uh, we talked about The Watchmen. We talked about 300. Right. Oh, yeah, Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen, I completely forgot about Dawn that. Dawn of yeah. the Dead. Basically anything up to... Man is still. Man is still was okay. Man is still was, but that's the thing about all these movies. They're okay, you know. You you never you never come away from like Justice League going. God, that was great. I want to watch it again immediately. <laughs> that's a very valid point. Oh, great! Real quick before I get back in, his next movie he's doing Fountainhead, is in like the Ayn Rand come book on, that's man. that big. Yeah. So we're gonna get like a five hours X Snyder movie. Jeez. See, that's what you get whenever you, you give him the power to go back and redo that stuff. Yes. Speaking of Zack Snyder, have you watched the Justice League, the Snyder Cut yet? Yeah, yeah, I did. Did you watch it all in one sitting or yeah. did you? Yeah, my wife and I both watched it all in one sitting. And we looked at each other and said, we're going to need that time back when we're dying. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> See, I broke. Maybe I was just smarter in breaking it up in chunks, and so I was able to get it done that way, and it felt a little more uh, palatable. Yeah, uh, I liked it more. That to say, I didn't think that um, the Justice League movie to begin with was that great. No, the Justice League movie to begin with is not that great, and and addition to that doesn't make it better. Um, I, I couldn't really tell you what was new until we got to the end. And those two things happened. Yeah. I mean, I guess spoiler alert here. Yeah. But Martian Manhunter, really? He just shows up outside of Batman's house? Yeah. Hey, Batman, how's it going? <laughs> Let's all save the world. And then we're drugged through this, this post-apocalyptic weirdo thing that's going on, and nothing is explained. No. And the thing is, though, nothing's explained here, and I still feel like they did a better job explaining certain things from the first one. Like, that's yeah. how bad the first yeah. one was just... Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know why in the world they were in Chernobyl. No. Like, that was a five-second explanation yeah. in the Snyder Cut that was yeah. never... It was yeah. things like that. Yeah. But, okay, so enough... Uh, I just feel like you need, like, an addendum to go with the movie, like, you know, where you can look things up real quick or whatever. <laughs> you know, whenever, whenever Batman says something, he says... And by the way, refer to page 346. So you can see what it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Zach was thinking this that day. He had had a big meal. <laughs> you know? And I enjoy Zach's son. I don't want to just completely, but um, he has definitely gone into the, I want to produce nothing but epics. Yeah, yeah. He's in the eccentric portion of his career at this point. Yeah, which, I mean, I, I guess we'll just have to deal with. Yeah. Uh, all right, so enough uh, Zack Snyder. I'm not going to say bashing, just uh, constructive, here, Zack constructive criticism. <laughs> Today's character, Mike, uh, I yeah. talked about one of two things, either a guy. So can I explain lady. something to you real yeah, quick? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So um, I, am, I am an old, old man. Uh, I and, and as I was growing up, uh, I think we both had this same experience. We would have the, the comic book store hold the comics for us, and we'd go every, what was it, Tuesday when when it was release day, yeah, Tuesday, and you pick up your stack of whatever. Did you do that? No, I wish I could have. Really, mine was, and I'm not trying. See, that's a way cooler thing. Mine was, uh, I would get them every now and then, and mm -hmm. when I got older enough and had my own money, mm -hmm. then I could go and get all that I wanted gotcha. to. So a lot of my 
there's a general comic book knowledge that I have from when I was a kid of, of the bigger ones that right. I would get for right. certain things. And obviously, like Batman the Animated Series was huge when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. I loved everything Batman and yeah. all that. But I feel like a lot of my knowledge comes from more of my teenage and early 20s years when I could finally go out and just soak up everything that I'd missed before. Yeah. No, I uh, uh, only child. And so, you know, I had an allowance and uh, uh, local comic book store would save, you know, certain titles for you in the back room. And then when you come in on Tuesday, they go, it's $24 or whatever. And you pick up your stack, yeah, pick up your stack. So what was and in then the- behind the register in another room, they had the used comics and so I would go through there and search for every Sergeant Rock I could find. That was my favorite. Sergeant, Sergeant Rock. Rock. Yeah. So I'm used to these weird characters. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. we, we have to do Sergeant I don't know Sergeant Rock. Yeah, I don't think I do anymore either. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I loved it then. I still have. I can remember the first comic that I had as a child was a Captain America one. Mm. Where he was fighting some. Like he's in this wrestling match like in space against other people. <laughs> It's the nineties were weird. In Zach, comics. are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just ask Marvel <laughs> if you can do this one. Um, but it, I had it forever. I lost it. And I've even recently gone back and bought it. So I have that. So I still have like that issue. That's pretty cool though. Right. Yeah. I mean, when it, when now you can go back and find those things that um, you just vaguely remember existing. Oh yeah. I've got a movie in my head somewhere that, that, I remember seeing it a drive-in and I cannot for the life of me figure out what this movie is. And so it's one of those things, you know, if I ever stumble across it, I know right then and there I'll die because that is, that's like my touchstone. You know, it's just, boom, oh, there it is. It. All right. See you figured out that movie. I guess there's nothing. <laughs> All right. So today's right. character, he's a hero. We're going to start off on the uh, right side of the law. That's I guess. Great. Yeah. His name is black condor. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. His superhero name. Okay. And, for this, there are three total in, um, incarnations of the character. Okay. So basically, uh, the character was created back in the 1940s. Along the way, DC bought the rights to it. Was all uh, quality comics, I believe. DC bought the rights to it. Mm-hmm. So then later on, they tried to bring back one of the characters in one way, and then brought him on a third way. Gotcha. The guy we're gonna focus on is the very first Black Condor because his okay. story is the best okay. easily. Uh-huh. Uh, in 1992, DC brought Black Condor back. The guy's name was Ryan Kendall, and he derived his powers uh, from a genetic experiment from his grandfather. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the time, like, all right, we're going to retcon. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yep, Grandpa doing all these scientific yeah. experiments around <laughs> yeah. us. Uh, and then most recently in 2006, uh, John Trujillo is the third Black Condor, and he's actually given his powers by a mind spider goddess, which is kind of cool. A Mayan spider, spider goddess. goddess. Sure. Okay. Um, it, it, at least it's better than what we're getting into. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Uh, well, and I'm actu- looking forward to this. Thing. Yeah. And uh, actually, if it's anybody who likes to watch the DC animated universe, the third version of Black Condor is in the Ray movie that DC put out two years ago. Ray so movie. he's, yeah. What is that? Uh, it was about, so there was a group called the Freedom Fighters. Mm this is kind of back in like the forties after DC bought sure, this yeah. where they grouped a lot of those quality comic characters together in like a group and called them the freedom fighters. So it's like the Ray, maybe red tornadoes in it. I'm trying to remember who's all in it, but it's a group of all these older characters and they just finally did a story. I guess they wanted to branch away from so, all everything else. So what does the Ray do? 
What what's what's the deal? Or or is that for a future show? Um, it could be for a future show because because I've never I heard of the Ray. On Black Condor. Really? I'm thinking like Manta Ray. No, 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 no. Uh, the Ray is actually um here. I'm. I'm, I'm looking him up right now. So the power of, of podcast, mm-hmm. uh, he was created in 1992. Oh, really? I thought he was older than that. Oh. Well, never mind. Either this way, his, uh, like to call Zach finds out some stuff. Yeah. Too. We learn together. <laughs> uh, but basically he's, I'm just trying to find his power here. Abilities, uh, generation of light and solid light constructs. Sure. And the uh, conversion to energy form. So apparently he can turn into energy and he can fly. Okay. All right. Yeah. He was well, apparently, he's a part of the Justice League eventually. So, I mean, he's shooting rays out of his hands. Basically. basically one, that's you know, what he's raised. Just okay. simple, just right. simple superhero right. I like stuff. that. Yeah. Either way, uh, the third Black Condor gets, gets some screen time in that. If okay. you're curious. Right. Our guy, though. Black Condor from 1940, created by Will Eisner and Lou Fine. Mm, uh, Eisner. Yep, Eisner, known for creating the Spirit, which maybe you've read, read comic book mm-hmm, wise, mm-hmm. or you've seen the movie with Gabrielle Mock and Samuel L. Jackson and Ooh, I don't think so. Scarlett really? Johansson. The Spirit. And was he wearing that weird suit, like the red, white, and blue suit? No, no, no. It's just the. It's all black. You might not like it because it's very Zack Snyder. <laughs> I realize that now, but it's not like Zack Snyder didn't do it. I think Robert did Rodriguez the, might have. Did the spirit come out like the same time as? Uh, it was two thousand eight. Oh, okay, that's that's way later than I thought. Yeah, no, uh, it's not a great movie. Like, not everybody loves it, but I do. Why? Why is it when I think of the spirit, I think of a guy in like a red and white suit with like a metal helmet? I think I'm thinking of the guy from the FDD Flores. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, the cast for the spirit was ridiculous. It was one of those where the cast is so good, though. But nothing yeah. no like Bill- Samuel Jackson, Scarlett Johansson. No Billy Zane, though. Uh, no, Eva Mendez is in it. Frank Miller's in it. What's the one that Billy Billy? Uh, oh, he was uh, the Phantom. The Phantom. But yeah. that Earl, that all purple suit yeah. with the black. Yeah, I love. I like that movie. Oh, I do too. As a kid, that you know was... what? You know why I like that movie? Why? All the ads and all of the billboards and stuff are all for fake products. That is true. I love that kind of detail. I do like. I think it, that's great. Just like I don't want to see Marlboro behind you know the Phantom's head. No, I love that the same way that I love. Did you ever watch like um, the T like two uh, Pepsi machine fight? Oh, <laughs> I don't like that. No. Did you ever see the, uh, oh, what was it? Grindhouse. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I loved the fake trailers that they did. Between oh yeah. Too. Like oh, stuff yeah. like that. Any of that stuff. Oh, fantastic. Totally. Yeah. So, uh, black Condor, within a production, 1940, Will Eisner and Lou Fine. I want to make okay. sure to give them credit. Uh, I'm not going to, I mean, they didn't write all of this. So obviously we're just giving them credit for the character creation and not the atrocity that's about to happen here. I got you. So our guy's name, his birth name, uh-huh. Richard Gray Jr. Sure. So generic as it gets. Exactly. Um, his dad now is an architect. Okay. Okay. And he decides to take the family over to Mongolia. Oh yeah. And they're going to Mongolia. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, especially in the 1940s. Like I feel like everybody <laughs> yeah. wanted to go to Mongolia for some reason. So he takes the wife, not just like, Hey, I'm going to go for work. I'm going to take the wife and kids with me too. Yeah, sure. And everybody. And Why wouldn't you? I, they're looking for artifacts, whatever Mongolia. it might be Good in God. Mongolia. Okay. Um, not to not to uh, disparage disparage Mongolia nowadays. It, it definitely doesn't seem to be a uh, center for the comic world a lot, but in no. this in this case it is. So maybe a food show, 
Like if you're really into the the Mongolian barbecue or whatever, maybe that's a you know a thing. But not necessarily take your kids. You know, I don't think I've ever had Mongolian barbecue. Uh, Is it good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> they're over there looking for artifacts, whatever. Uh, raiders decide to attack the camp one night. Uh oh. And these raiders are some of the most vicious raiders you've ever seen, especially from the 1940s. Like the Los Angeles ones or the Oakland ones or. Either way, the raiders, and I'm laughing about this, and the, the raiders kill everybody but the baby in the camp. Wait. So they kill everybody <laughs> but the baby? But the baby, because his mom hides him behind uh, a giant rock. Uh, sure. And as anybody knows, if raiders are attacking your camp and you want to hide something, hide it behind a giant well, especially rock. Especially a baby. Yes. Put a baby behind a giant rock, he makes uh, no sounds. See, and that's the thing is uh, I think that the rock basically maybe acts as like uh, a damper, so it like uh -huh. quiets the baby noises maybe. Okay. So maybe the mother was onto something there and I don't know about it. <laughs> Rocks uh, are notorious for their, their soundproofing capabilities. Exactly. Sure. So the raiders get whatever it is they want. It's not really explained and they leave. So now we're left with. <laughs> they just come in and kill everybody. They kill everybody. All right, guys, your job's done. Bye. That's what I'm telling you, and it gets better. Okay. Uh, so then we have, I'm telling you, panels of a baby crawling. <laughs> and so this baby is just crawling around yeah. in this condor, this giant condor mother that we find uh -huh. is watching the baby. Okay. Okay. And the baby's getting awfully close to falling off this ledge. Because I didn't tell you they're up in the mountains of Mongolia. Oh, oh, I guess I should have yeah, said that. Yeah. So the baby's just crawling around, doesn't know better. The condor's <laughs> screeching at him like, hey, watch out. You're about to go over the sure, edge. Sure, sure. Baby, baby doesn't speak condor. Baby doesn't speak condor. No. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem. Which is, which is honestly something that I think affects the youth of the day, too. Baby doesn't speak condor. Baby doesn't speak condor. <laughs> sure. So the baby goes to climb off the edge, like, and the condor saves mm. the baby. Mm. The condor feels its motherly instinct, swoops down, and saves the baby. It's taken back to the condor's nest. Okay. Because if, I mean, I've watched enough planet Earth. Uh -huh. I know that if a baby's out in the wilderness, condors will oh, take yeah. them and, and raise them as yeah, their own. It's crazy. You can stumble across a condor nest just full of babies. Yeah. Well, one thing that uh, bothers little baby Richard, who now grows <laughs> into uh, boy, Richard, boy and Richard, young man Richard, I guess, sure, eventually. Sure. Uh, dick at that point. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he... You have to think about this, though. And this is something I want to bring up because it, it'll come back earlier. This is a baby, right? Right. So he can't, he hasn't developed, he just knows how to crawl. Yeah, he has possibly not developed anything. Exactly. And this condor uh, raises him, and eventually, over time, mm -hmm. uh, Richard wants to fly. Sure. Because if his condor brothers and sisters are flying, Why how not? come he's not? Yeah. So he gets the bright idea. Of young Richard, I'm just going to jump off this hill and flap my arms. Sure, sure. And you know what sure. happens? He, he falls and busts his head. He doesn't fly. No, he yeah. doesn't. He huh. can't fly. Hmm. But he's not going to let that stop him, Mike. <laughs> well, I mean, he, Orville and Wilbur. Uh, he then decides that he's going to study his condor brothers and sisters. Okay. That should make his bones hollow. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is a guy... We've talked about it's just a baby. Right. So his idea of anything is very limited, but he studies them and teaches himself how to fly from watching condors. What the hell? What? He teaches himself how to fly That's the, from the, watching condors. He is a genius enough, it says, that he can determine like body weight, wind it, projection. It's still not a thing. No. I mean, like I can study, you know, I, I can study flying. By watching birds, but I, 
that doesn't make me a bird. Yeah, well, you're not as big of a genius as Baby Richard was. God. So he sits there and somehow without that is a ridiculous leap. Any training whatsoever. Oh, get ready to make some more ridiculous ones before we're done. <laughs> he decides or that. You know what? I think I can fly. And he learns all the math himself. Sure. Doesn't even know how to speak speak at all. But what I'm saying is there is no math to learn. There is no math that That's I math true. hard enough. Hey. I'm going to be able to math fly. In the I just can't, it's it, not a thing. In the 1940s, you could dream bigger, apparently. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe you had more arm room. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you weren't all mm -hmm. kind of punch. Um, yeah. yeah. That's, that's probably, yeah, now that you say that, maybe you've got the arm room. Uh, maybe you did, you weren't, uh, distracted by phones and computers oh, yeah. and TVs and things. All you had to do, like to, you could, you could stand out there 24 hours a day and just flap your arm. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe he just did that and eventually it worked. Okay. Right. Uh, either way, he, uh, genius Richard here <laughs> learns how to fly. Not only that, he learns how to speak condor, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He, right. he can, this guy is a genius. He is. He can speak. Easily with his brothers and sisters, you know. I studied, you know, I, I, I'm going to bring it up. It comes up later, but yeah. I'll bring it up now just because he flies into battle later, and he like squawks, <laughs> and he sends the other condors to attack. Wow, you know, I studied a little pigeon in college, but I've never <laughs> never known any condor pigeon in college. Was that a class? Or? Yeah, yeah, just a little pigeon. That was it. That's all I learned. <laughs> Richard you know how, like, in Spanish, you only know the dirty word? Oh. Yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> oh, there they all go. And all you do is offend pigeons. That's right, I just offend pigeons. Uh, fun fact during all this, I have in my research, I have in my notes here, condors have an average lifespan of 60 years. Okay. Because for some reason at first, I was like, there's no way that that condor mom could be the same condor that he is. Yeah. But no, apparently so. So there you go. Oh. Fun fact. Condors oh. live at least 60 years. I think humans only day. lived about 60 years in the 40s, right? Oh, especially if they were trying to fly. Yeah. So one day he's out flying with this. Yes, he's out flying with the condor sure. troop, whatever they want to call out themselves. Out with his friends. And they get attacked by a group of eagles. Do eagles attack condors? Apparently so in this. When in my mind, condors are so much bigger. They are. Okay. And, well, here's the thing, too, is not only condors, these are eagles attacking a grown man at this point. A grown man and it condors that are flying. And sure. talking to his condor buddies. Wow. So the eagles, I guess, just scratch him really bad, man. And he... Will Eisner, you're a genius. And he just completely crashes back down to earth, right? Yeah. About time. <laughs> Where he is rescued by a hermit named, okay. named Father Pierre. This kid is, he's very lucky. He is super lucky. Yeah. Uh, Father Pierre basically knows all of his story by the time he crashes. There is no explanation that he gives to Father Pierre. Obviously, <laughs> he can't. He speaks bird. So, but. Yes, my son. He, in, in the panels, it just shows him like fall and Father Pierre go pick him up. And within three panels, he's like, I know you've been living with condors. So I don't know if Father Pierre. <laughs> is that an insult? I don't know if Father Pierre is just sitting there in his hut, just watching this condor family. Yeah, and he's like, one day yeah. that that man bird is going to fall down, and I'm going to have to take care of him. That's fantastic. I love so that. Father Pierre knows all yeah, about Richard's sure. situation at this point. Now, when we say Father Pierre and we say hermit and all this, is mm -hmm. he like like a priest father, monk father? 
what he is, he's dressed like a monk. Dressed like a monk. That's what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. It is Mongolia. It is still. He's, I guess he's he's dressed like a monk up yeah. in the Mongolian hills all by himself. Right. 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 So Father Pierre takes Richard in to care for him. Right. Because sure. he fell. He's got to mend him back up. Right. He can't speak English. So why does Father Pierre decide to call him? Well, you fly with the condors and you have black hair, so you're black condor. That is, that is, it's spot on. It is. Honestly, Father Pierre is a genius. Father Pierre is the one who names our, our hero. Why overcomplicate it? No, exactly. You know? It's just like your hair's black and you fly with condors, black condor. Soaring man of condor blackness. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it could, you could, you could really try to like drag it out, but you I could, don't. But no, Father Pierre was like, eh, let's just get it's to easy, the point. Man. He should work for like Ford or something, <laughs> naming their cars. Mm, purple. Mm, purple. Um, <laughs> Purple go. That's a no. That's a joke within our in our house. Uh, is that the new Apple iPhone commercial? Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. And oh, it, the and one just, where they're bathing it in purple. Yeah, or and then just but the tagline is just mm, purple. Okay, so uh, this is an aside, and I'm sorry, it has nothing to do with comics. But when in the hell did it become a thing where I'm putting out a brand new phone? Hey, but this time it's purple, and everybody goes, "Oh my God, how did they do that?" I don't know. When I was a kid, there was one color. Yeah. I, literally one color. We had we had beige. That was it. Beige everything. No. Oh, all of our home phones were beige for sure. It's all beige. Yeah. Uh, even the one with like the little rotary dial, that was beige too. I want my beige cell phone. But I'm just saying they ran out of uh, uh, things to innovate one day and they went, mm, colors, color. I guess. Why not textures? Hey. This one uh, feels like a brick. Oh. Yeah. Maybe that's where they're going next. Sure. I'll buy that iPhone brick X. <laughs> I um, think you have. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, after taking care of him and mm-hmm. healing him back up. And he learns to speak English flawlessly, you say. I do. In one year. <laughs> we fast forward a year. And the man who has taught himself how to fly and how to speak Condor speaks flawless English. Mm-hmm. If you look through, I know that obviously if you look for uh, English speakers, like the toughest languages are you know, uh, Mandarin, um, Arab, yeah, Condor should be on there. Uh, you know, uh, Arabic things like some of some of the tougher ones, but if you're a non-English speaker, English English is is the toughest one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not for Richard. Hmm. He learned. He teach. But I mean, we should have seen that English coming. Makes though. no sense. He taught himself how to fly, and he can speak to birds. English was easy for him, probably. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. so Somebody yeah. should have put some cancer in front of him and said, "Figure this out." He he could have. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I don't know if eventually, once he comes back to America, if maybe he got fat and happy. But at yeah, this point, sure. you know. So he goes out on a fly one day because even though he's living with. <laughs> And, and no, he's not getting in his jet. He's just like, all right, I'm going to run off this cliff. I'll be back later, Father Peter. Flap. Exactly. Flap. So, well, and here's the thing is when they animate it in the cells, is he's not flapping his arms. It's just like hold out straight. So he's just gliding everywhere. He technically. just glides. It's called flight, but. It's creepy. He comes back to find that Father Pierre has been attacked. <gasps> By Gali Khan's raiders. Gali Khan. Uh, I think apparently are the same raiders that killed his. You know, I went to Gali Khan like in 2018. It wasn't a really great convention. But really? Yeah. Yeah, that's the name. And it seems like a lot of times, especially back in the 40s, is when they do anything foreign, um, there are tones that are just like oh, yeah. non-PC tones oh, and all of this. Absolutely. So like the name Gali Khan, everybody in Mongolia has something Khan in their name. Yeah. Because it's the comics in the 1940s. Sure. Um, But so he comes back and sees that Gali Khan has attacked Father Pierre. And Father Pierre ends up dying. Oh, no. 
But you know what? Richard can't deal with that. He decides that he's going to use his gift of flight to aid man. That's what he Just says. Not this man. He goes, I'm going to use my gift of flight to aid man. Yeah. I know they have airplanes, but I'm going to use my I, gift it, of flight. Me. People can climb on me. I'll take them places. So, uh, and I just have this as a tidbit because it was the rest of the first issue. But, I mean, he just hunts down and kills everybody responsible. Mm. So, he's a cold-blooded condor. A cold-blooded condor, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would assume that he had seen that from his family. You know, I'm, I, don't, I don't think condors are, like, you know, putting people in jail, putting other birds in bird prison. I think they're probably killing the other things, too. That's probably true. But that, I feel like that's just because there's not, like, an animal penitentiary system. Not or yet. judicial system. Not yet. I would watch Animal Court. Animal Court. Ooh, I like that. that what's sounds, that what's sound Judge good. Judy doing? Um, so you yeah. say he stole your nuts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, For those of you who can't see, <laughs> I'm using something called a testacuzzi. Um, it it literally is a place for you to put your testicles in, lay your member on a little padded area. And then you turn it on, and it bubbles around your testicles. It's never been used. But it was the only thing around for me to use as a, a, it's a, a, phone, a phone stand. stand. Yeah. But, it's working great. But the logo is a squirrel. A little squirrel. Yeah. yeah. And so that's yeah. why I couldn't help it. But yeah, so uh, I told you about how when he flies into battle that he's able to send condors to attack enemies. Right. Basically, he spends the first 10 issues of Black Condor, because there's only about 31 issues for the first one. Here. Gosh, you would have thought they could drug this out longer. Oh, you would have. But uh, so first 10 issues, he's just fighting crime across Asia. That's basically you, all he does. Can you imagine being that kid who's like, which superhero do you like? I like Batman. Uh, oh, well, I like Spider-Man. How about you, Bobby? I love Black or Condor. Condor. <laughs> idiot. Well, the thing is, is, like they read it and they're like, come on, Bobby. And then it gets canceled, 31 yeah. issues. And they're like, how's that Black Condor How's that doing, Black Condor huh? treating you there, Bobby? Hey, I just picked up my new Batman. Did you get your new Black Condor? <laughs> put, put your arms out and fly, Bobby. Come on. <laughs> Poor Bobby. <laughs> Where's your Condor, Mom? <laughs> Uh, so after the 10 <laughs> issues, I guess they got tired of just having him in like Asia. Sure. So he comes back to the United States. Well, he States. solved all the crime. Oh, he did. Solved it took, all the it Asian took crime. him 10 issues yeah. and Asia is like heaven on earth. Well, I don't know if you know this, but Asia is only 10 issues wide. Oh, really? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's to- that makes totally sense. Oh, okay. Uh, so he decides to come back to the U.S. to start a new life. Sure. And in a uh, weird twist of fate, as a trout. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and now, well, he can't fly. He's gonna come. He's gonna live here as a bald eagle now. Um, he winds up stumbling. That way they can't shoot me. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And maybe the other eagles won't attack me. Then, right. Like sure, they did before. Sure. Yeah. Um, he stumbles. Oh, I didn't even think about that. There's no way he he joined in with those bastards, the eagles. No. Yeah. No, he's not even a Philadelphia Eagles you fan. You think he at this like point. twitched every? Yeah, you think he like twitched every time somebody says Glenn Fry or? Yes. He's like, hey, <laughs> Hotel California, stop it! <laughs> I will have my revenge. Uh, so uh, or whatever in Condor, yeah. I can't. That's closer than I could have gotten. So uh, he winds up stumbling upon uh, upon an accident scene involving U.S. Senator Thomas Wright. Okay. Basically, yeah. what happens is... Wait, is this a real senator? Or is it just a comic no, book senator? No, it's a comic book senator. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, I didn't go back and look, but I just assumed it was well, a I'm comic just saying. book senator. Yeah. 
I mean, they did that later, like in the 2000s and stuff. They would have like the actual yeah, 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 presence, yeah. you know. Or you save Obama from falling in a hole. Yeah, like something. I'm pretty yeah. sure he was in an episode of our issue of Spider-Man and stuff. Right. But right. back in the 1940s, they didn't know. Politicians weren't following, falling in holes back then. No. Right. In this case, uh, Thomas Wright, our senator here, was thrown from a speeding car. Oh. By a henchman and fellow politician named... Jasper Crow, because everything needs to be bird puns in this. (laughs) Jasper Crow. Jasper Crow, Uh, who is also a fellow politician, Mm -hmm. uh, he wants to stop uh, Thomas Wright from casting an important vote on basically... Out of those Jasper Crow laws. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why these two guys are in a car together and, and one of them throws the other one out of well, the car. Not, How does not, that even it's happen? It's his henchman. Like yeah. they, they, they kidnapped the senator. And How do you hire a henchman? That's like, is that a Craigslist thing? I think it now. Looking for, looking for henchmen. And now it'd have to be. Mm. I, I think back in the day, like henchmen just kind of waited, in this instance, probably just waited outside the. Well, this was 40s, right? The Senate. And they were like, hey, you need a henchman? <laughs> hey, you need a henchman? It was that day's version of the Home Depot. Yeah. Just henchmen everywhere. The, outside. Henchmen for senators. 6 a.m. in the morning. And he's like, you know what? I have this bill that needs to be passed so I can tax the mess out of these How people. How many of you can hench? <laughs> How do you feel about killing other senators? <laughs> um, so the henchman throws. Senator Thomas out uh, or Senator Thomas right out of the moving car. Yeah. That was their idea for killing him, by the way. Mm. Not well, I guess hey, this was before seat him. belts and things like that too, though, right? Yeah, but yeah. still guns were around. Well, sure. Knives were around. Yeah. Any they other weren't implement of death. I don't think knives were as sharp in the forties. Uh well, <laughs> I feel like if you stabbed them enough though, still like, sure, even with a blunt. Sure. It just hurt a lot more because they were blunt. Quit it. There it goes. If you would have just waited 20 years, this would have been sharper. Uh, so, uh, Black Condor. I'm just going to call him Black Condor now to sure. make this part easier, right. and you'll see why. So, Black Condor comes up to Senator Thomas Wright, who's dying in his arms. Right. And he notices. Hey, you know, you're dying. <laughs> hey, you're dying. But I look a lot like you. Oh, man, come on. Are we, is that where we're going? That's exactly Holy where we're going. Shit. So he shows up to Senate to vote <laughs> as Senator Thomas Wright. My God, he's committing a felony. Jasper Crow's like, what's going on? We killed him. I'm Jasper Crow. Yeah. What happened? But, My henchmen suck. But, but Thomas Wright <laughs> votes against him and his bill doesn't pass. He saved One the vote. day. One vote did it, it. He's the swing vote. That just shows you, kids, your vote makes a difference. It does. Especially here's, if you're pretending to be somebody else. Here's the great part of it, though. Senator Wright dies from injuries. And what does he do with it? Richard just assumes his body. It's not brought up. <laughs> I have to think that he died in his arms. Yeah. And before he went to cast the vote, Black Condor's like, what do I do with the body? Yeah. We're, um, I mean, he's not driving. He no, doesn't, he, he doesn't have a plane. I would think it'd be hard to fly with a, another human. Well, on that's him. what I'm saying. I mean, you, you, you don't have a trunk. I like to think he just found a bush and dropped him behind it. And then it's left. a rock. He put him behind a rock. A rock. <laughs> just the a bigger rock. Yeah. Cops will never look behind it, this rock. It dampens the sound. Sure. It dampens the murder. Uh, so, yeah, it's never explained there. He's just, <laughs> he, Black Condor is now Senator Thomas Wright. He's a senator by day, crime fighter by night. Oh, my God. Zach, you did a hell of a job on this because Thank this you. is ridiculous. Thank you. Oh, and, and Mike, we have so many more of these. Okay. 
and I just absolutely love this. Um, I haven't mentioned through all of this yet, Mike, and there's a picture at the bottom mm-hmm. that I included in here. Oh, that looks like my senator. For you to scroll through. Yeah, he has no shirt. Uh, that, but you see the other thing that's missing? He's fighting crime without a mask. Oh, that's true. He just has a cape. He's fighting on top of Uncle Sam's head, it looks like. Yeah, I don't know. I just cut this from the uh, the cell, but there is something who's the going on. the guy? A plastic man? Pulling on his cape? But yeah. as you can see, no mask whatsoever. No mask. His cape is, is like a cowl around his neck only and then attaches at the wrists. And it's a, it's a very small cape. It is. Like, it's not a full Batman-type cape. It looks more like bat wings. Yeah. Or condor wings, I guess. Well, and it seems like it would always, like, go or... Like, he's knocking stuff off with off with that cape. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a guy um, you don't want to invite to a party. I, I bring that up, though, because he's a famous state senator. Yeah. There goes my senator. Everybody knows who it is that's attacking him. this guy. Him. Oh, no, no, no. Look at the top. It says Black Condor Doll Man. So that's Doll Man that's pulling. Oh, see the ray. Finger. There's yeah. the ray. Okay, so Doll Man. That's one of my favorites. Uh, here's here's the last point that I wanted to cover sure. for Black Condor, and to me, this is so ridiculous. So another thing that uh, should be noted: the real Thomas Wright. He was engaged when all this happened. Uh, so Richard's now Thomas Wright. You would think that maybe he would explain, "Hey, I'm not your fiance after all." Nope. He just he just, he just showed steals up. his fiance. Hey, baby, I'm home. He steals his fiance. All the fiance knows is that hey, he's less of a coward now, and he can fly. No, that's not even that's <laughs> not even. It's just like hey, he grew backbone. You know what? That's got to be my guy. Oh, my never God. questions it. It's just one point where uh, where the senator gets kidnapped is it shows him just like sitting in his chair, like worrying about the vote, and she's just yelling at him to basically grow a pair. Grow a bear, Richard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thomas. Thomas. So I don't even know your name. I'm so mad at you. So now after uh, Black Condor comes in and pretends to be him and votes for him, she's like, he did it. I'm yeah. sad. My husband's great. The best part of this, too. <laughs> you know, I want to be at that wedding, though. Like, you know, you have the groom side and the and it's just all birds on one side of the room. <laughs> I don't know how he would explain that off. It's I like, bet. no, I'm not Black Condor. Then why are all these condors? You know how you have to choose like what you're going to eat, chicken or fish? It was all fish it on that all- one side. <laughs> it was all fish. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough fish. Um, yeah, she never picks up that he's uh, a different person. And also, to make it even creepier, her father, uh Wendy is his new fiance's name. Wendy's father, Dr. Foster, mm, Dr. knows Foster. that it's Richard and not Thomas. He does. How does he know this? Like but he instead, just looks at him? He just lies and covers up. For like his, he's, he's the rest of the people in the world that can look at him and go, that's not the same he's dude? He's the only one. Well, it's because he's a doctor. Oh, yeah. He said all he's like, training. I'm smart. Sure, sure. I can tell you're not who sure. you say you are. But yeah. instead of, you know, my daughter that I care about uh, being... Uh, engaged to somebody who I have no idea who it is now. I'm just going to lie and let it keep going on. This it, it, and so there's so many problems with this story, from the flight to the baby in the rock to the monk that just up and dies to I'm just going to stick my arms out and go straight up. But the biggest problem to me is this costume. This costume is just horrific. It's bad. It like, is. It does not strike fear into uh evildoers hearts at all he looks like he's looking for his dominatrix 
Where'd she go? What I am going to, uh, I'll just pull it up real quick. The new Black Condor. Yeah. Like, and they've never gotten better. So, like, this is the one from 1992, and it's just not, like, that much better at all. Oh, I don't know, man. I think that is a lot better. At least he's got uh, wings. That, okay. But he's still wearing that S&M suit. Yeah, he's still got the strap and the long pants. My favorite, the third one that gets the powers from the Mayan. You know you're in trouble when Hawkman looks better than you do. Yeah, the third one who gets his powers from the Mayan spider goddess. He looks a little bit more, for lack of a better term, badass. Yeah, that does look like better. It's all like black and white. He actually yeah. has condor wings. He has some face paint. It and he, looks. And he's a black guy, which you kind of assume when you hear the name. Hispanic. You know? Oh, he's Hispanic? Yeah, John Trujillo. Oh, he looks, he, Trujillo. Looks, he looks black in that. Yeah. Huh. No, no, but okay. it's John Trujillo. Oh, now I see it. Okay. I mean. I got you. So he does look bad, though. I mean, he looks so much better there. He does. The newest one looks like just, he could kick ass. This guy looks like um, it, it, uh, let's let's bring it full circle. We started talking about Zack Snyder. He yeah. looks like at the beginning of Watchmen where they have the scenes where they're bringing in all the old superheroes. Yes. He'd be one of the ones yes, that they brought he in. He definitely would be. Um, this is a guy who enjoys S&M. Um, he is a guy that wears thigh high boots. A uh, lot of lot of pomade. Oh yeah, hair. no, his hair does not move while he fights. Yeah, chiseled dude though. Oh yeah, well, I mean, I mean got some muscles. He I probably, guess you would if you're flying. Oh, and he probably developed a fantastic workout regimen since he's so smart. Sure. Uh, sure. I don't get the thing. He has like a, a breastplate in a way, but it ends before it covers his shoulders, and it only comes I think that's down the cape. to his chest. Is that part I of think the that's cape? Just part of the cape. Yeah. Like then, I say, that's just a cowl. Then it's an even worse neck. cape than I thought before. Yeah. This cape is is so weird. Like it, it goes around your neck and gives you basically a bib. Yes. He know? has a crime it's, fighting bib. It's a crime fighting bib, and then it goes to your back. And it connects somehow in your back, Out I guess. Out to his Otherwise, arms. Well, I'm saying if it's just around your neck that way, you're choking yourself every time. Oh, but yeah. maybe well, that's his kink. Maybe that's where the S&M gear comes in. He likes to choke himself while he's flying. So, oh. So maybe it's like a two-prong approach then? Like maybe. he gets to fight crime and he... Right. Right. Oh. Yeah. And he, he solves yeah. solves his his own personal his crime own, puzzle. His own mysteries. <laughs> He no, solves, he's still got some mysteries, I well, promise you, yeah. So that is the uh, wow. basis for Black Condor. Again, the first one. Uh, two or three, you're probably, if you want to read about some Black Condor, uh, Boy, who or follow some stories. Point, right? Yeah, like uh, there was 31 issues back in the day, so there's not a lot of story there. Granted, uh, just like a lot of these, I'm only going to focus on some of the mm -hmm. bigger, more ridiculous parts. If you uh, want to take a deep dive, feel free to. There's there's other things in there. I'm not going to completely lay everything out because if we get a big character, I mean, I don't think Mike and I feel like doing like a three, four hour show no, when we get somebody no, who no, has no. a lot. So This is a lot better. I uh, I really enjoyed this act. This is... This is a stupid, stupid character. <laughs> I will I will tease for the future just so people kind of know what we have coming up in the next couple yeah. episodes. I have two that I'll let you know. We're going to break away from this with one that I found who I think is super interesting and actually kind of cool. Okay. But we're going to have, like I talked about, we're going to have those characters. So it's not always going to be a stupid character. It's not like always going to yeah. be stupid, but let's be honest, probably for the most part it will be, <laughs> because after that one, uh, which is, by the way, the name makes you think that it's going to be a stupid character. Yeah. Uh, his villain, We're going to do a villain next, and it's Ooh. called uh, Humpty Dumpty is his villain name. 
but his real name is Humphrey Dumpler. Humphrey Dumpler. Humphrey sure. Dumpler. Yeah. Um, the most this saddest. Is, a, is this a Batman villain? It is a Batman villain. Because it sounds villain. like a Batman villain. It is yeah. a Batman villain. Um, funny enough. Humpty Dumpty. Funny enough, I'll tease this for you. It's not big, but there is a small little Breaking Bad connection with the character. Really? Ooh. Also, the saddest single page of comics I think I've read. Really? Yes. Oh, man. And it's not even like anything shown. It's just the events that happen. And you're just like crushed. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I get to I get Much to like explain that. Was. Sure. I get to explain that. Uh, and then also after that, we're going to get back into just the ridiculous. I already have another hero for us. Uh, Dog Welder. Dog Welder. Yeah. He was. I've never heard of either one of these. Ah, see, and that's. But that's don't, the don't, goal here. don't tell me. Any. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm just. If if anybody knows, I love going into this blind. This is great. Exactly, I feel like that's what makes this so much better. If anybody's a fan of Garth Ennis, they might have know of Dog Welder, mm-hmm. or just if you know Garth Ennis in general. So uh, preacher, uh, uh, he did the boys. He did oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah, you can expect some weird characters. I never up. read the boys, but uh, that show is fantastic. Oh, I love the show. Yeah, really I'm good. so ready for season three. That's actually might be my favorite. I mean, it's no Golly Khan, but still. <laughs> Ah, no, it's not. So there we go. That's Black Condor. Oh, uh, Hellblazer is also something Garth Ennis did with like John Constantine and uh-huh. stuff. That was another one that was going there. So that was Black Condor. All uh, of Seth Rogen's future projects. Yes, yeah. yes. Garth Ennis is uh, somebody that Seth Rogen definitely loves mm-hmm. to work mm-hmm. on doing that material. Um, so there we go. Uh, I feel like it's a nice look into one of the, I do have to add, my very last note in the Black Condor page, yeah. I just put... The golden age of comics is fantastic. It is fantastic. I love that. And Everybody has either like a helmet or like wings on their feet or something. Just the, something goofy like that. And there's a good chance we're going to get more of the golden age. So as fun and crazy as it was, uh, that is our episode for today in Black yeah. Condor. That was great. Well, thank you. I really enjoyed that. Um, if anybody wants to reach us or uh, read show notes or anything, basically we put all of that stuff on Instagram. We are at Hero on Instagram and we'll, we'll throw a picture of, of this, this horny man out there. And, um, I guess join us next time. Yeah. For the golden age of stupidity. This has been bros, foes and heroes. And we look forward to catching you next time. Absolutely. Bros and foes and heroes. Gonna tell you about bros and foes and heroes. Gonna tell you about This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Gallican!